Welcome. This is episode 68. Today, I'm answering the question, how do I get my kid to stay in bed? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. This is Danae. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have questions you want to submit to the podcast, go to simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. Today's episode is sponsored by Kind Snacks. Kind Snacks is a brand that I know and love and we buy all the time in our home. Therefore, I'm really excited to be partnering with them to bring you a free box of snack bars. If you go to kindsnacks.com forward slash simplefamilies, you can sign up to receive a free box of 10 Kind Snack Bars for just a small amount of shipping. You can view full details at that site, kindsnacks.com forward slash simplefamilies. This is a great way to try out all the varieties that Kind has to offer. The pressed fruit bars, the fruit and nut bars, the breakfast bars. They have so much to offer. These are great healthy options for every member of your family. Today, I'm taking a question from Valerie in Chicago, who has a 26-month-old son. She wrote, How do you handle transitioning out of a crib and into a bed? My son started climbing out of his crib, so we used the converter kit that came with the crib, and it's more of a bed with a small side rail on it now. He's really struggling with getting down for a nap and going to sleep at night. Once he's asleep, he's fine. It's just getting him to stay in his, stay in his crib slash bed. We have a good routine for nap and bedtime, but he has meltdowns and gets right out of bed after I've read to him, sang a couple of soothing songs, and rocked him. I turn on the sound machine and tell him it's time to go to sleep, and we've tried a number of different approaches, closing the door and he opens it, escorting him back, and then leaving him again. Any tips would be appreciated. Valerie, I'm a big fan of doing the transition to a bed earlier than later. My daughter started climbing out of her crib when she was 14 months old. Might have actually even been a little before that. And when that happens, when your kids start climbing out, it's just not safe anymore. The good thing is that you can actually make their bedroom really safe. So it's sort of an extension of the crib. So while they're not cooped up in that little tiny crib, they are shut into their room, which becomes a safe place for them to be. Now, I I know there's some debate about locking kids into their rooms. And a lot of people say it's not safe if there was a fire or something like that. I wouldn't suggest locking your child into their room, but I would suggest putting a child-proof lock on the inside of the door so that the child can't get out, yet you or an emergency worker could get into the room if necessary. Here's why. Because if you have a 26-month-old and there is an emergency in your house, God forbid that there's a fire or something else, some other reason, you want your child to stay in their room so that you can find them. Because at 26 months, if there was an emergency, they would run right out of their bedroom and run around the house looking for you. They don't know the proper way to exit the home at that point. So by making sure that your child is staying in the room, not only are they safer during the night, which prevents them from wandering around the house and potentially getting into things that aren't safe safe for them within the house, but it also prevents them from leaving the bedroom in the case of an emergency so you know exactly where they are when you need to get to them. Now, this changes as kids get older, as they start to understand how a fire plan works and they understand the safest way to exit a house and they understand not to go run and looking for their parents when there is an emergency. But at this very young age, I really believe that the safest thing is to keep a child in their room at all times. It's really easy to childproof a bedroom. It's not as easy to childproof an entire house. So even if they're asleep at night, if they get up and start wandering around the house in the middle of the night while you're sleeping, sometimes you don't know exactly what's happening or what's going on. 
So I encourage you when you have a young child, a two-year-old, to make sure that they're staying in their room. Now, once you close the door and once you leave, I'll defer to some of the best parenting advice that I've ever heard, which is when you've tried everything, try nothing. So trying to get kids to stay in their bed can sometimes sometimes be futile. So instead, when you go and you close the door, you can't really worry about exactly where they're laying their head or where they're laying their body. Some kids are comfortable sleeping in all sorts of places and all sorts of ways. So exactly where within the room they fall asleep is less important. Most kids will eventually find their way back to the bed, although there are a lot of kids who will spend a few nights sleeping right outside the door. And if they're not sleeping in the actual bed, it's probably going to bother you a whole lot more than it bothers them. In this situation, Valerie, it sounds like your son is getting up and he's seeking you. He's seeking attention from you. So if he learns that getting up and getting out of his bed is not going to get that attention, it's not going to meet that need, then he's pretty quickly going to stop doing it. He's going to learn that getting up and trying to get out of his room and trying to get out of his bed is really not getting him anywhere. So he's probably just going to start laying his head on the pillow and falling asleep. Now, if you're struggling with this approach, feeling a little bit cruel, think about it like this. Lots and lots, I would dare to say even most 26-month-olds in the U.S., at least, I can't speak for other parts of the world, are still in cribs. So closing them into their bedroom is just another type of confinement as opposed to a crib. It actually gives them a lot more freedom than a crib does. So the entire room becomes sort of like the crib, a safe place to keep a young child. And this place can now provide not only a place to sleep, but a place to have a few books and simple toys and other things like that for a child who might not be able to fall right asleep at night. So the takeaway for today is if you have a very young child that you're trying to get to stay in the bed and he's not staying in the bed very well, you really need to focus on keeping them safe, which is keeping them in the room. Because if they do get up in the night and they wander around the house, it's not always safe. So put some sort of device to prevent them from exiting the room until they're old enough to understand otherwise. And try to take a deep breath and stop worrying about where they're sleeping within the room. Because once they get settled into a rhythm and understand that they're not going to be able to leave the room and get additional attention from mom and dad that they're seeking, they're going to quickly learn that they might as well just lay their head in the bed, which is more comfortable than in front of the door, which often happens at first. So give it some time. Thanks for tuning in today. If you want to stay in touch with Simple Families, go to simplefamilies.com and click get started. If you enjoy the podcast, please do go to iTunes and leave a review for Simple Families. It would be much appreciated. Thanks for your support.